A lot has changed during 2020, but one thing that hasn't is the stories you'll hear on the OUAZ Athletics Podcast. Tune in to each episode to hear the amazing tales of the spirit athletes, coaches, and staff as each guest tells their unique story that led them to OUAZ and how they have become successful in their time at the university. You can hear all of these great anecdotes on your favorite podcast platforms. The OUAZ Athletics Podcast is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and the official athletics website at OUAZSpirit.com slash podcasts. Make sure to like, rate, and subscribe so you never miss the latest episode of the OUAZ Athletics Podcast. Welcome in, OUAZ fans. My name is Seth Askelson, and thank you for joining us for yet another edition of the OUAZ Athletics Podcast. My guest today, uh, already great accolades in just her freshman year and looking to build off of it in her sophomore year, women's basketball player Natasha Radovich. Natasha, how are you today? I'm good, thank you, and thank you for your invitation. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Um, definitely have a great story. I mean, not only from what you did last season, um, but just your journey here to OUAZ and to surprise and everything that you've accomplished before really, you know, the age of 18, 19 years old. And it's incredible. But before we jump into that, uh, how, how's everything been for you? How's your family been? You know, it, it was kind of a, an odd time over the last few months, you know, everybody going back home and yourself yeah. going back home overseas. Yeah. So I went back uh, on March and situation there was really bad during that time. And then, like, in next few months, situation was much better. But then since I came here, I just, like, talked to my mom uh, day earlier, and she said the situation there is now really bad. So, I mean, they're doing fine and everything, but just situation with coronavirus is really bad in my country now. Yeah, and uh, you're from Montenegro. Um, yes. and, and here in the United States, I think we've seen, particularly in Arizona, it's, it's gotten worse as well. So, um, unfortunately for you and really unfortunately for everybody across the world, still getting hit hard. There just seems to be no reprieve at the moment. Um, and, and we're glad to hear that, you know, yourself and, and your family and your mother are, are doing safe and, and being safe. And how were yes. you able to keep yourself sane during that time? I mean, I think a lot of people were, uh, particularly athletes, you know, just finding ways to work out, finding ways to, you know, just stay in shape. What did you do uh, over those few months that you were back home? Uh, well, since situation was really bad with coronavirus, um, some dreams weren't open. So the things which I did is that I went on court with my friend. So we basically practiced together and uh, went on football field run and go on outside the outside basketball court and we played against uh, guys and against other girls which i think actually uh, helped me a lot because guys as you know they're stronger than us and i think that definitely can help me to improve in uh, basketball yeah and in in the men's game whether you're playing at the top level or just even pick up basketball definitely uh maybe a more physical game just in terms of kind of the inside play. And, and, um, but for yourself, I mean, you've really dominated and really played well, uh, you know, at, at whatever level against any, any competition, uh, was there any particular 
things that you did in the off season and even just, you know, in the normal kind of May to August type stuff that got you prepared specifically for the upcoming season back here in the United States? Uh, well, thing uh, which I was the most focused on was my conditioning part uh, during the last last year, like last season. That was my main issue. So during the summer, I was uh, really focused on my conditioning part. And I think that I actually did a good job on that. So now since I'm here, I'm more focused on uh, basketball and our season, which I hope that we're going to have it due to this pandemic situation. Because as you said, our first game just got canceled. So hopefully everything else is going to be fine. Yeah, and um, as you just mentioned, the first game getting canceled, which was supposed to be uh, on Thursday. Yes. Um, I believe the game on the 30th as well has been canceled because uh, Sagu American Indian College will not be playing any athletics until December yeah. 1st. So it uh, looks like the next game is about December 13th. So yeah. a little bit longer to yeah. kind of sit and think, I guess. I'm sure practice is getting pretty stale, especially with uh, nothing to work towards, at least for now. But um, you know, you just said that your conditioning maybe wasn't the best. And look, I'll just say we were impressed at the end of the year. I mean, the team was down to six players pretty much for the last uh, handful of games there. So uh, even though if you thought your conditioning was not where it wanted to be, uh, we were very impressed because uh, playing with six players, I mean, you're playing nearly 40 minutes a game. It's, I, I don't know, you know, anybody that could do that. Well, thank you for that. But I think as an athlete, I think that we always can, do better and be better. So we always see something which we can improve in. So that is something which I saw as my problem. But as you mentioned, we played basically with six players and it was really hard season. So for this season, I think it's gonna be much easier because we have uh, much more players and lots of new faces in the team. So, I think that this season um, will be even much better than last one. I mean, that's basically our expect expectation too. Yeah, as you said, a, a lot of new faces and not only freshmen. I mean, there's yes. 12 or 13 to go along with that, but some junior college transfers. I mean, really, when you look at last year's team, um, it was yourself, you know, Kate Sokolova's back, Mickey yes. Freeman's back. Um, Elizabeth Garcia is back and, and uh, Adarushi Sengwon is back as well. So really five players back yeah. and uh, a lot more new faces. So how's it been playing with, you know, some of those new players and really just as a team, right? I mean, even though you have five returners yeah. and, you know, people who played in the program in the past, uh, just infusing new talent can be a, a little bit different, a little bit challenging. How has that been for you and how's the team really coming together? Uh, so since, I don't know, do you know that, but I came a little bit later due pandemic situation. So I came here like uh, last month and you, this time I saw that um, freshmen, freshmen are doing really good. They're all talented, but also I think that um, when you grow that high school and college game is uh, much different. So I think that for now they're doing good, but we will see on the, on the games. Uh, also for the um, for the junior uh, players, they're also good, and I think that we are doing pretty good now. So our chemistry is good, which is really important. And we are just basically waiting for us 
season to start and see what each of us can um, do on the court and how much each of us can help the team. I think we're all ready to kind of see not only what the team does, but what you do as well as you had a really accomplished freshman season. We'll jump into those accolades in, in a few moments, but you were a freshman yourself last year. And even though you had a different kind of path to the college game, right? I don't know how many college kids, even in the NAI, you know, especially in the NAI can say, you know, they played for national teams and, and played at such large stages, but for you, what were some of those challenges as a freshman, whether it be on the court or off the court? And, and how are you helping the freshmen this year navigate through some of those challenges? Well, definitely I can say because I experienced uh, both high school basketball here in the United States and college basketball, uh, I can definitely say that there is much difference between uh, those uh, these two levels of basketball and uh, college basketball is much harder and competition is uh, much better. Uh, so for me in first first let's say three or four months it was kind of difficult to it was kind of difficult to process everything and to adapt on totally new system and actually coach coach moss and um, girls from upper classes uh, helped me a lot through that and motivate me and support me because even sometimes i i think that I wasn't, I wasn't aware um, how much I can produce in the game, and they actually helped me uh, to be aware of that and to do that on the game and during the practice. So I think that support of uh, coaches and support of your teammates is really important, and that's something which I want to help. Um, our our new freshmen and also our uh, new faces who come this year for the first time. Yeah, and even though, especially for those ju junior college transfers, even though they've played the college game before, getting yeah. into a new system, as you said, and maybe being a little bit more aware of their own game, you know, kind of the nuances of each system and, and the new system that they're jumping into definitely can be a challenge. And um, for you, uh, basketball uh, seems something that comes natural and, and something you really enjoy. I mean, I don't know if you'd fly so far from home in the middle of a pandemic if you didn't enjoy basketball. But um, for you, how did you jump in into basketball? What was life like for you playing basketball? And, and what was that like growing up in Montenegro and, and just growing up in the sport of basketball? Yeah, so I've been playing basketball since I was 10 years old. And uh, actually, one of my friends started playing basketball and her mother was coach of that team. And she asked me, like, do you want to go with us? Do you want to try? Uh, and I was like, yeah, why not? I don't practice. I'm not involved in any other sports, so why not to try? And I tried. And at the beginning, actually, I didn't like it and quit. And I think after year something like that I started again and after that some people came up to me and said you're really talented you should keep working on your basketball and stuff like that and from that point I started basketball I started liking basketball more and more 
and then I got um, and I got opportunity to play uh, for uh, one uh, one of the team in my city and compete compete against uh, girls um, who are who played for different clubs in the in the Montenegro and after I got opportunity to, to play for national team which was um, one of the I would say highest thing in my career so far and compete against uh, girls who are the best in the country or against girls who are the best in the Europe. Yeah and playing for a national team I think no matter where you're at or where you're from is is huge and it wasn't for you it wasn't a, a one-time you know made the team type thing I mean, you played at the U16 level U18 level, the U20 level at at all different, you know, European championships, as you mentioned, just kind of playing and, and, you know, representing your country. When you first found out that you made the national team at the U16 level, what were you feeling? And and how did you kind of react to the news that, okay, you know, I'm going to be playing at at a top level against some of the best in Europe? Yeah. So of course, as a kid of, when I was 16, it was really exciting for me. And it was something big because you worked every hard, uh, you worked every day hard for that. And it's really nice when someone um, see your uh, work ethic and um, how you're good at, at basketball. And it was, it was really exciting to play against, uh, I, I can say, the best uh, girls in the country and also I learned something new from them the coach of national team and that was I would say that was really a good experience for me. For you playing at the world stage is is a lot right it's even though you're playing against some of the best girls at the club level once you get to the world stage it's, it's a different step it's, it's a different intensity What were some of the things you learned, whether it be about the game of basketball itself, your own game um, or your teammates when you were playing in those European championships? Yeah. So, I mean, as you maybe know, Montenegro is a really small country and basically um, you know about uh, every player and stuff like that. And when I was in Montenegro, I was like, okay, yeah, I play good, you know, and I'm talented and stuff like that. And when you come in the, as you said, in the big stage and play European championship, actually you you see where you and how many uh, how many um, other girls are also talented and even better, and that you still have space for improving your basketball, and that uh, it's basically like traveling. If you stay in one country, you're just going to think, oh, that's all I know. But when you travel in other countries, you see much different cultures, different people, and you get new knowledge and stuff like that. So I would say that that's good comparing. And they always say in the United States, you know, going from high school to college, it's, you know, you're used to being the best player at your high school and then you get to college. And that's not the case uh, for you. I mean, it's a little bit different just in sense of you going from being the best club player, one of the best club players in your country to playing some of the best players in the world. So it's definitely a, 
a massive leap in that yeah. sense. So, uh, but you make your way over to the United States. Uh, you played one year at Bella Vista Prep High School, um, and then obviously come to OUAZ uh, here for your second year. How did you first hear about the opportunity to come over to the United States, and and what was that process like that ended up getting you to Bella Vista? Uh, so one of my uh, one of my friend uh, went in Bella Vista year earlier, and. Um, she basically, we basically stayed in touch. And one day she told me that uh, she likes how it's in Bella Vista. And because I basically didn't have any other choice and I didn't have any other opportunity to go anywhere in Europe. So basically I would stay um, in my city and play basketball there. And it wasn't that good during that time. So basically, I needed change and that girl who moved uh, one year earlier basically talked with her principal of the school. Uh, we uh, talked about, about everything, what's going on uh, with me at that moment and I talked about uh, that with my parents and we decided that the moving to the United States is a good opportunity for me. That's how I ended up here. I mean, it's, it's a heck of a story too. Um, go, you know, playing at the world stage at, at many different ages. And, you know, I think sometimes uh, just in smaller countries around the world, as you said, maybe the opportunities to improve yeah. your game or, or take the next step just aren't there. And um, in the United States, especially over the last 10, 15 years, club basketball has just become an exploding market and, and a lot of players, you know, feel that to get to that next level, they need to play that, that club ball or, you know, play at a prep school, things of that nature. And um, when you first came to the United States in terms of just like culture or, you know, whatever, you know, those types of things just kind of live in your life. Um, what was kind of the first surprising thing or maybe the most shocking thing you first remember about coming to the United oh, States? Oh, Okay. Good. That's, that's a good question. Um, well, people here are, um, they, they always want to help you. That's something which I realized right at the beginning. And if you're struggling, just go straight to the, I don't know, principal, professor, and talk to, talk to them. And if you do that, they're, they're really uh, more than welcome to help you about anything you need even about your maybe personal life and stuff like that so that's something which I found really interesting and um, I don't know what else like okay culture is different because there are two different parts of the world so that's that's definitely much much different and um, uh, I don't know, here, like, I feel that people are more open-minded. They want to talk more about some things which I maybe, uh, I'm not, I don't in my country. So, yeah, I feel that people here are more open, which, which is actually a good thing. And it was really helpful for me. Um, I don't know what else I could add on that but well, what about the food i know oh, like for, for people that come 
across, yes. you know, from around the world, they come here. And I know the biggest thing is just like the portions. I remember I did a story a, a few years back when I was still in school with some WNBA players from Australia. And they said, like, one of the first things they said was like, just the portions of food. They that's, just couldn't believe that's their so, eyes. That's so true. Cause here people just putting more and more, like they're putting everything on the plate. Back in my country, we wouldn't do that. Like you just put a little bit of, I don't know, some things and they put here, they put like basic thing on the plate. And that's, that's actually true. I didn't think about that, but that is actually, that that's true. And uh, actually at the beginning, uh, I had really big problems with the food because uh, as I came here, I wanted to try new things, uh, new food, and that actually <laughs> cost me a little bit. But um, yeah, it was fun. So I don't regret it. <laughs> I know the people at uh, the cafeteria on campus. Like, if you ask for more, they'll just keep putting it on. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, that's true. And look, the food is in the United States, sure. Is it good? Yeah, but probably not the, the best for you, especially with all that salt. I mean, it feels like well, you, sometimes yeah. you consume more salt than anything in terms of food. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, in I would say that food in uh, back in my country is much healthier because we don't put those type of sauce and uh, basically we don't put everything in the meal. So I would say that's a big difference and... Uh, food is more like natural it's not like I won't say fake but some something like that so you can say the food's yeah. fake here because it, it sure sometimes feels like it and yeah. Uh, yeah even if you eat pasta and vegetables every day here in the United States it yeah. still might not be the healthiest thing it's for much, you. yeah it's much different um, so when it comes to the basketball side though I know with sports whether it be basketball um this is always like a big thing in hockey especially because mm -hmm. a lot of hockey players will come from kind of europe you know scandinavian countries russia things of that nature but was there any difference in the way that basketball was played or basketball was coached when you first got here or any like noticeable differences in terms of that uh, i would say that basketball here is much faster and coaches forced more uh game one-on-one -on -one, which is not that type of thing back in uh, Europe we usually try to play it more as a team not as like we don't force that much one-on-one -on -one game and also there are a couple things which are different comparing to American basketball such as um, we have four, uh, 24 seconds for the offense and here it's 30 and there's some other differences which are yeah, which are different comparing to the uh, game here in the United States. So, so when you were first at Bella Vista, as you said, you know, you had mm -hmm. a, a friend that came over here, obviously had good conversations with uh, the yep. administration. I'm sure you talked with the coaches as yep. well and your parents were comfortable sending you over. Um, what were those first few games like for you in the United States and, and just kind of adjusting, whether it be on the court, uh, you know, to the different schools, the schooling, the school system, yep. the way things were taught. Um, and just the American kind of culture and way of life as well. What were those first few weeks and first few games like for you? Okay, so probably, as you know, I'm, I'm aggressive in defense, defense and 
uh, fouls are the was something which was really hard for me, and also it was really hard last season too. So I had problem with that, especially during the first year and uh, at the high school. But I think that I improved with that thing during the the high school and during the my freshman year here. Uh, so I would say that was the that was the most difficult thing for me. Um, other than that, I think that everything else was kind of similar as in Europe. So you have a, a really good career and, and, you know, play well in your year at Bella Vista. And then obviously it comes time to, you know, I'm sure you're getting calls from colleges, things of that nature. When did you first hear about OUAZ and, and what was that discussion like when, you know, they wanted to bring you in and they wanted to have you a part of the building program? Uh, so, as you maybe know, Coach Moss was uh, coach of Bella Vista during that year when I was there. And I would say after maybe four or, or five months after I spent in Bella Vista, um, Coach Miley, who was head coach during that time, uh, talked to me and um, he talked about women's basketball team here and about opportunity which I can get and stuff like that and I was I was thinking and I had also another opportunity for another university so I was kind of thinking about it I was talking with my uh, friends and with my family about it and at the end I decided that out of a would be the best option for me and for my basketball and academic career. So, so when, you, when you first made that visit, um, obviously everything wasn't quite built. It was under construction, but, um, you know, things are still getting built. It's a school where, you know, you're practicing at high school gyms, you know, very early or very late. Same thing with the weight room. Uh, but what was it about OUAZ that kind of made you want to come here? I mean, obviously you knew Coach Moss um, mm -hmm. had had talks with the old coaching staff, but um, what really made the decision, or, or kind of was the deciding factor for you that you wanted to come to OUAZ and stay in Arizona? Yeah. So when I first came here for a visit, for me it was like amazing because OUAZ I think was the first university which I visited here. So I was on. To be honest, I know it wasn't like that um, they didn't build everything here during that time but also I was I was impressed by what I saw and as in Europe we don't have schools like this to be honest and everything here for me was totally new and it was really exciting and also as you mentioned I knew coach Moss from before and also some of my teammates from Bella Vista um, committed for this this university and I thought that it would be better for me to go in the place where I know someone and especially here where in the United States where you where I have where I don't have a lot of friends and a lot of people who I know so I think that in that time, the decision which I made was good for me. Well, I know that can be really tough for 
you know, anybody away from their home country. And I mean, even their home state, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For people even, you know, that come from whether it be Texas or Colorado or California, it can be tough, but yeah. it's hard to imagine that, uh, you know, when you, when you're from California, it's, it's an hour flight back home, but for you, it's, yeah. it's a few flights and a few days to get back yeah. to the other side of the world. So, um, I know the coaching staff is probably very appreciative of you, you know, taking the risk to stay here for another three years. Um, and again, I mean, obviously you like basketball and, and you like the, the country enough that yeah. you stuck around. Um, and for you, I mean, when you look at your first year, it's just incredible. I mean, when you list off, you know, what, what you accomplished, um, you started, started all 26 games last year. You're an NAIA All-American honorable mention. You were the only freshman to be uh, named in any All-American um, nominations, um, named to the conf- all-conference team. Uh, the NCCA All-American First Team. You were the NCCA West uh, Region Player of the Year. Uh, finished third in the NAIA in free throw percentage. Um, you were in the top 20 in, in rebounds per game, offensive rebounds per game, defensive rebounds per game. Uh, first player to ever average a double-double in program history. I mean, the accolades you could write a book about. Um, what was so successful and, and what was working so well for you last year? And, and how were you able to really kind of put your talent and, and your skills, you know, playing on the international level, playing in the U.S. high school system and, and translate that into great success at the college level? Yeah, so definitely I have to say that the great things happens when you least expect them to happen. And I feel that, that that's exactly what happened to me. And last year I feel like um that everyone had trust in me my coach my teammates and that's something which really helped me to uh, produce my best and to make all those accomplishments um also i would say that my hard uh that my work ethic also helped a lot in this and basically i worked hard every day and those accomplishments just come um by itself well it's it's like they say you know you put in the work and and everything else that follows will, will come with it right yeah and yeah i think as, as you said that's kind of how that happened for you and um i mean an exciting first season um you, you know even debatable that you could have been on one of those nai all-american teams especially what you accomplished as a freshman and um you know again especially with just the way the team was just kind of depleted with injuries by the end of the year you know yeah just that's true. Six player, just try really just trying to drag the season across the finish line. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's so true. I mean, and, and really when you look at it, right, finished a game out of the NCCAA, um, you know, national tournament. So even with the way the season ended, that with, with everything that went on, um, yeah, still right on the brink of, of some postseason play. And this year, um, you know, I was talking with the coaches earlier today, and it sounds like they think this team, you know, uh, having – 21 players, definitely a lot more uh, depth in, in terms of bench, and hopefully you won't have to play 38 minutes a night. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it just seems like the coaching staff is really excited about what's next for this team. And uh, for you, obviously, teams know you're a really good player and, and what you can bring to the table. How are you going to try and, and combat and, and kind of improve on what you did? And teams are obviously going to start targeting you now on the court in terms of 
you know, the way they draw out their defensive schemes and things of that nature. So how do you, how do you make sure you get better and, and you improve or, or stay with where you're at now that teams know exactly um, what's coming from you? Well, that's, that's why it's good that we have a lot of new players. And um, also I feel like uh, coach it's focus on each of us. So I feel like that this season uh, it would be great if each of us can produce uh, similar. And I think that's something which can help, help us to uh, go on higher competition and play good against good teams. Yeah, a lot of good teams in the Golden State Athletic Conference, three of the top 10 teams in the country sit in your conference Westmont and number one, the masters yeah. as well as Vanguard. So a lot of top competition to go against it. Yep. I mean, a chance to kind of measure where you're at. I mean, and how big is that for you and, and the team that, you know, you don't have to wonder how good are we against some of the top teams and how would we fare in the national tournament? I mean, you get to play really three national championship favorites yeah. you know, twice in a season, you know, six games. So how is that, how is that for you and, and your team that you're playing top-level competition pretty much almost every weekend? Um, I mean, it's. I think it's going to be uh, challenging because we have totally new team. And uh, I think that we're still uh, kind of want to, pe uh, to put all those pieces together and work good as a team. And uh, also we have a new assistant coach. And I think that game after game we should be better and uh, work on our weaknesses and at the end of the season uh, we should we should do good i mean that's our expect expectation to uh, to have better season than last year and to go as far as we as we can especially with the team, which I think it looks uh, much better. And as you said, we have uh, much more players who, who are really talented and who can bring a lot to our game. And you can really argue, I think, um, your team was maybe 30 to 40 seconds away from being in the conference tournament this last year. Yes. A, a tough loss at William Jessup at the buzzer. Um, and then a, a tough finish to regulation against Hope International, which led into overtime and Hope was able to win that game. So really you could argue that you're about 40 yeah. seconds away from the conference tournament and with the infusion of talent is, is probably a, a good confidence booster. Um, another one of your returning players and, and somebody that, um, you know, I see you guys on campus all the time, you know, talking and, and hanging out is Kate Sokolova, yes. um, Ala Vista teammates, obviously teammates here as well and and she's from moscow russia and obviously two different countries but what is it like to have somebody like kate that is kind of going through the same thing in terms of you know coming halfway across the world and and playing and you know a long way from home and and making these new experiences kind of at the same time what is it like to have uh, somebody like well, that well first of all kate and i um, were roommates also in high school and we played together and uh, again here in Aldava we are roommates again and teammates 
and basically i can say that we are like sisters we know everything about each other and it's much easier when you have someone near to you who um who goes through same thing as you and understand everything what you want to say everything uh, what you are going through and it's yeah it's much easier to have a person who who can help you when you feel like that you're down or something like that so i think that she helped me a lot to go through through some things as well as i think that i helped her too so it's really good thing that we have each other here especially because we are so far away from our home yeah and it can be difficult i mean no matter what the situation no matter what the sport you'll see um you know teammates who are in similar situations as you said yeah. with coming a long way from home just to be there to, to help each other out and, and know what you know people are going through especially in a country that you know, the state of Arizona is larger than some countries yes, over in Europe and, <laughs> and things like that. So um, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today and, and kind of giving an insight on your journey to the United States and, and your success and, and what it's been like. Are there any final thoughts or any final words you want to leave, whether it be with your family, your friends, your teammates, your coaches, whoever it may be, just any final thoughts before we head off for the day? Well, first of all, I want to thank you for your time and for your invitation for this interview. Um, my last thoughts can be about our team that I think that we, we have a good team for this season and that we're going to try our best to go as far as we can and with this this team and with this team and with this type of players i think that we can do um uh, big things yeah i think we're all looking forward to the season we all know what big things not only out of you but out of your teammates as well a lot of good you know, not only accomplished college basketball players but accomplished high school players as well so uh, whenever that first game tips off finally it's definitely not going to be at least for now in november but uh Hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to see you and your team back on the court. And just thank you so much again for the time. And uh, yeah. I know we're looking forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you so much.